Hi, this is Seth Mosley, and you're listening to the Full Circle Music Show, the why of the music biz. This week, we're going to bring you something a little different. Five things I learned from working with Roger Love. And I got a question for you. What does Selena Gomez, John Mayer, Jeff Bridges, Reese Witherspoon, Eminem, Brendan Bouchard, and Tony Robbins all have in common? Answer, they were all mentored and coached by Roger Love. And I had the privilege of spending three days with Roger Love this week out here in Hollywood, California, working on communication. For those of you guys who don't know, I told my wife a little while ago that one of my goals over the next 10 years, in fact, within the next 10 years, is to be speaking on a TED stage, giving a TED talk. For those of you guys who don't know what TED talks are, stop this podcast right now, pause it, and Google TED talks. You will find some of the most inspiring talks on all kinds of different subjects, on music, on life, on politics, on education, personal development, basically anything you can think of. It's the world's thought leaders and the world's greatest influencers all on one stage. And in fact, Roger Love has gotten to share that stage. He has given a TED Talk himself just a few weeks ago. So this week, I wanted to bring to you my time with him, essentially boiling it down into five things I learned from working three days with Roger Love. But before we jump into the show, we just want to thank you so much for listening. Our gratitude is very sincere. We want to see your reviews on iTunes. They're really helpful. So head over there if you haven't already done so. We know a lot of you have done it already, so thank you for those of you who have. If you haven't, please just take the time, head over to iTunes and leave us a good rating and review. It really means more than you can understand. And we also wanted to let you know about something exciting that's coming June 13th through 15th that we have the privilege of being at. June 13th through 15th in Music City, Nashville, Tennessee at Lipscomb University is GMA Immerse. Go check it out. It's on their website, Google GMA Immerse. We are going to be feature presenters along with Lauren Daigle and Stephen Curtis Chapman and many others. So if you want the chance to get immersed, no pun intended, in the music industry, meet your very favorite artists, presenters, producers, songwriters, hear workshops from them, and to be able to interact and ask any questions that you want, this is the stage to do it on. I'm going to be playing there. We're going to be presenting. We're doing a, a BMI songwriter showcase with some other great, great writers. You'll hear a lot of the songs there that you've heard on the radio. And so check it out, GMA Immerse. That's at Lipscomb University. Check it out. Google it. Get tickets. Do whatever you got to do. And I hope we get to see you there. So let's jump into the show. So the first thing I learned from Roger Love is the 93% rule. What's the 93% rule? Well, I had no idea, but it's this. It's that 93% of what people pick up from what you're saying is not even what you're saying at all. It's how you're saying it. It's the nonverbals. It's your energy. He uses five key things like your pitch, pace, tone, melody, and volume, and those all put together in combination with your body energy deliver 93% of the message of what you're saying. That may be, like it was for me, a shocker for a lot of you guys. And you also might be thinking, well, what in the world does this have to do with music production, songwriting, artistry? 
and just hold on with me for a little bit, no matter what you're working in, whether it's music or not music, you might be a fan of music, you might be working in the industry. My point with this episode is after spending these three days, I learned that communication is far more important than I ever even thought it was because it's giving a gift to somebody. It's more than just saying what you want to say to somebody. It's how you're saying it. It's wrapping it. You don't just go to the store, buy a nice necklace for your wife and say, here you go, honey, here's the necklace. You go and you wrap it up. You get the nicest box that you can. You find a nice bow. You put some sparkles on it. You put a nice card on it. And the presentation is as important as the present. It's the same when you go to a restaurant. We just went to a really good restaurant out here in Hollywood. Those of you guys in LA, recommendations, check out True Foods. It's in Santa Monica, sidebar. But the presentation is everything. It's the visual. It's not even the meat. It's not even the actual food, but it's the presentation of it. And it's the same thing with communication. So if you're going into a interview with a potential, let's say you want to get a publishing deal, you're going to go in and you're going to be selling yourself. You're going to be selling your energy and your confidence and why the publisher should give you the best deal they've ever given anybody. It's really up to you to convince them of that with your communication. Let's say that you are on a stage every night. Communication is everything from stage and so much of it, a lot of artists just think you get up on stage and you play your songs and that's it. And I can say from my experience that those are some of the most boring shows that I've ever been to. Ones where the artist just gets on stage, they play their songs, and that's okay. Maybe that's some of you out there. Maybe your thing is not as much putting on a production or a show, but communication is still key. It's what you're saying in between the songs and how you're delivering the songs, your body language. There's a lot of speakers. If you look up TED Talks or if you look up videos of even Roger Love presenting from stage, this is a little bit of an exaggeration, but you might almost say that he's dancing. And it's choreographed. It's arm movements. It's how you walk back and forth on stage. It's the whole picture. So communication is really applicable in anything. And here's the deal. You might be listening to this thinking like I was before. Well, I'm not a public speaker. I, you know, it's my, it might even be your greatest fear. I, I think I heard a stat once that Americans' greatest fear in the world is, is not just sharks or heights or car crashes or plane crashes or anything, but it's public speaking. And I can honestly say 100% that that was me too, and I, that probably still is me. But that brings me to point number two. And the point number two that I learned from Roger Love is this. It's that we are all public speakers, whether we like it or not. When you go to work, you're a public speaker. You're communicating with your boss or your marketing department, or uh, maybe you're at a label and you're, you're A&R. You're a public speaker to the artist who's sitting across from you at the table. And how you communicate is every bit as important as what you are communicating. So don't think that just because you're not on a stage that your job is any less important, but communication really plays a humongous role. You're, you're a public speaker when you go to your doctor, when you go to the dry cleaner, when you talk to your kids, when you talk to your wife, when you talk to your other bandmates. And 
Public speaking is a part of life, whether we like it or not. And to be honest, here's the thing, and this might come as a surprise to a lot of you, but I am actually an introvert. I honestly, when I was touring, I, I spent a lot of time on the stage, but I could hide behind the songs, behind my guitar, behind the mic, behind the production. And even in the studio, I mean, I think that's why I, why I, I gravitated so much towards being a songwriter and a producer as opposed to an artist because I am naturally an introvert. So it takes a lot more effort to exert when you're trying to communicate, when you're trying to deliver passion and the tone, the pitch, the pace, the volume, the melody, the whole thing. You really have to work at it. But here's the amazing thing, and this is number three. This is the third thing that I learned from working with Roger Love. It's that when you do it, it energizes you. It's kind of a paradox. And this is what had to click in my mind, is that it actually takes a lot of energy in these exercises that I was doing with him, the same exercises that he did with Eminem and Selena Gomez and Jeff Bridges and Reese Witherspoon, the same exercises that he did with Joaquin Phoenix when he literally taught him to sing for the movie Walk the Line, those same exercises I was doing today and I felt like I had just given it all at the gym doing a crazy workout, doing one of the hardest workouts I've ever done. And you might think that sounds weird, but if you're an introvert like I am, it takes work, but here's the thing, I wanna come back to it, it's the third thing, that it actually energizes you. It, it's not only you giving a gift of communication for the other person, it's as much giving yourself a gift because it's connecting a synapse or a link in your brain to a, a, a thing that just says, hey, Seth, this is me, I'm, I'm, I'm awake, I'm, I'm alive, and it's amazing that uh, I even go back to these Bible verses, like if you've ever heard in the Bible, it says, uh, sing, oh my soul, oh my soul, sing. And it's really, when you put it in this context, it's saying, hey me, wake up, exert energy, communicate, spread life. And that, to me, made a whole lot more sense. All those Psalms that talk about, oh my soul, sing, oh my soul, make complete sense in that context. So, Number three, again, is that what you're doing and this kind of energy that it takes to exert does not drain you. Even if you're an introvert, it doesn't drain you, it energizes you. So embrace it and step up, you know? It, it really is one of those things that you have to work on. It's one of those things that it doesn't come naturally to me to be on a podcast. You know, I, I think if I would have looked at myself five years ago and, you know, fast forward to today and that, hey, I've got this podcast, I'm interviewing all these artists and producers and songwriters, I probably would have laughed. I probably would have freaked out because it's like, you know, what am I going to say? I, I have got nothing to say. I'm an introvert. And honestly, don't let it stop you. It doesn't matter if you're an introvert or an extrovert. Here's the good thing about being an introvert is that if you're at a place like GMA Immerse or at the Brian Tracy event that I'm about to be at in Dallas, you go up to a stranger, nobody has to know that you're an introvert. There's a saying that some friends of mine use, they say, be who you're becoming. It's not so much fake it till you make it, and it's not really saying, hey, be somebody who you're not, but who do you want to become? You have to start with the end in mind and work backwards from there.
And when you do that, you'll find that who you are thinking about, the person that you are striving to be is who you're going to become. So be who you're becoming. And that can be communication. That can be making yourself uh, stand out, making yourself come alive when you maybe used to just retreat into your shell and hide. And the number four thing that I learned from working with Roger Love is that communication is all about connecting with other human beings. It's very simple. It's about drawing out emotion. And what more does it than music? Music has the power to do things that words can't even do. Music has the power to do things that relationships can't even do. But music in combination, when it's communicated greatly and delivered greatly and set up greatly, is an extremely powerful thing. When I think about all the concerts that I've been to that I really like, and I, I walked away saying, man, I feel like I know that person, they were great communicators. It's what they said in between the songs, even if it was just a sentence or two. It was very well crafted. It was very well delivered. They showed that they cared. And that's the big thing is by you putting out the energy to show that you care how you're perceived and how how you want other people to react to you, it's going to come back. So when you're an artist and you're on stage, the goal is to connect with humans on an emotional level, not to manipulate for a desired outcome, but to connect with humans on a very deep core emotional level. And that's all communication. And the number five thing that I took away is you've really got to take it seriously. I asked Roger towards the end, he said, do you have any questions for me? And I, I said, well, you know, what do you do? You've, you've been doing this, obviously, for 20, 30, how, how many ever years, researched everything, so well-spoken, worked with all these people, has, has four Grammys on his wall uh, for John Mayer. One of my favorite songs ever, and, and a lot of you guys out there may know this, is, is a song called Say by John Mayer. And he's got this plaque on his wall, the Grammy plaque, that says, Congratulations, Roger Love, for the vocal performance of Say by John Mayer, which I always thought when I go back and listen to that thing, man, that is an incredible vocal. And Roger was the guy that helped kind of deliver that. So you, you think about all these things, and Roger was the one kind of right in the middle of all that. So I asked him, what do you do, and what, what is it that feeds you to be able to communicate on the level that you communicate on? Because he'll do these seminars that are three days long, and he'll be, it's just him. It's not, he doesn't have other speakers. He's there. He's doing the full, the full day sessions. He's doing a VIP lunch. He's doing a, a cocktail party. He's doing the late night session at 11, and then up at the next day doing the same exact thing. And he never loses his voice. But here's the thing. Roger takes it 100% seriously that this is his thing. He's made this his mission in life that he is, whenever he opens his mouth and is in an interaction with another human being, that he is going to leave them better than when he met them. I thought that was pretty profound, that he even used the illustration of, it's amazing when you become a great communicator and when you're, you're desiring to give more than you're receiving, the amount of people and the amount of friends and the amount of influence that you'll just start to get. It's not even to say, that's the reason you should do it. But I'm saying it's what we've been saying on this show the whole time. It's all about being a servant. 
One way of serving others is communicating well, communicating positively. One thing I kind of learned, and you know, I never even thought about this before, but your melody in the way that you sing, a lot of you are songwriters out there, ascending melodies make you feel happy and descending melodies make you feel sad. So really taking all those things into consideration, putting it all together and packaging it up, you've got to take it seriously if you want to achieve great communication, if you want to be a master communicator. And some of those things might look like, you know, well, in order to properly communicate and not be losing your voice all the time, there's a lot of artists who might be listening to this show that are like, well, I don't know how I'm supposed to sing a 40-night tour and not lose my voice. It's just not humanly possible. But he's saying it is. You've just got to take it really seriously. For some of you, that may mean cutting out caffeine. That may mean cutting out dairy. That may mean cutting out alcohol or if you, know, if you smoke cigars or anything. But you, you kind of have to eliminate and figure out what it is that's causing you those issues. And you, you need to eliminate those and take it completely seriously. So this is a guy who takes his craft very seriously. And I think that's a perfect parallel for anybody that's listening to this show, whether you're a songwriter or a producer or an A&R person or a publisher, take what you're doing seriously because it is so important. What you're doing every day is a gift to the world. And I've gotten, I don't know if you can tell this, but since I started doing this show, I am so much more excited about being a producer and a songwriter than I have ever been. Because I get to see these other people doing it and hearing why they're doing it, hearing you know why Steve Ford does what he does and hear why Tom Douglas does what he does and hearing how seriously Neil Avron takes even just choosing studios, it makes, it makes me inspired. It makes me want to step up the game. So here's the thing that I want to leave you guys with is realize that every day you, and every interaction, you have an opportunity to leave people with a gift. What is that gift going to be? Is it just what you're saying? You may be even saying something great, but here is the powerful thing about communication to wrap this whole thing up that I've learned over the last few days is even if you have the best message in the world, if you're not delivering it right, whether it's on a stage or in a staff meeting, it makes no difference how good your message is. So I was thinking about kind of what we wanted to talk about this week, and I just had to share it with you guys because it impacted me so deeply, and it made a lot of light bulbs kind of go off in my head of, okay, why do certain people evoke such emotion from other people, and why is it possible for an introvert to become a great communicator? And the answer that I got out of this week was a resounding yes. Because a lot of those people that I listed off that, that Roger has worked with, Eminem and Jeff Bridges and John Mayer, Selena Gomez, a lot of those people are actually introverts. And that's what a lot of artists are. There's a lot of artists listening to this show who are probably introverts. But anybody can become a great communicator. We're all communicators. Take it seriously. And you're leaving a gift for the world with it. So. I hope this was helpful. It was a little bit of a left turn for what our podcast normally is. We'll be back next week with an interview like we normally have, but I hope this was inspiring to you just like it was for me spending the week out here in LA, a little change of scenery, getting out of Nashville, get a little sunshine, get a little palm trees, get some good coffee, some good West Coast Mexican food, and uh, 
So I thought I'd just kind of share that with you guys a little bit. I'm heading to Dallas here tomorrow. I've got my family with me, going to the Brian Tracy event with Kyle Wilson, Darren Hardy, and uh, of course, Brian Tracy. And uh, it's gonna be awesome. So if I don't get a chance to see you there, come see us at GMA Immerse. Again, that's June 13th through 15th. Leave us a good rating or review on iTunes. And if this show has inspired you, the greatest gift that you could give to us is by telling somebody about it. Just share it with a friend. We get so many responses all the time that keep me energized about doing this show that's saying, hey, this thing is something I listen to every week. It's what I, what I listen to on my runs or I, I, I listen to on my car rides. A lot of people out in LA have long car rides and you know some producers and writers are listening to it out here saying, yeah, this is a big part of my week. This is what keeps me going here and other people are doing it, fighting the same battles. So again, the biggest gift that you guys could give to us is just simply telling a friend about it and helping spread the word that way. Big thank you to all of you who have turned in submissions to the musiccontest.co. We're gonna be announcing the winner for that really soon. Go to the website, you can check in on that for when we announce it, musiccontest.co, and we're gonna be giving away the $15,000 prize pack. And for those of you guys who have not already done it, head over to fullcirclemusic.org, sign up for our newsletter, and we are gonna be sending out periodically, no, we don't spam anybody, we, we try to only send out stuff that's really valuable, that helps you, tips and tricks and hacks for making your way through the music industry because we know by School of Hard Knocks, by experience, and we're getting better at it, as we hope you guys are every single day, but our newsletter is our way of sharing what we're learning with you because I don't know if you know this, but the music industry changes so fast that what you learned last week may not even apply this week. As far as song styles, genres, the, the rules of radio, the rules of streaming, the rules of publishing, everything is constantly changing. And we're on the inside. We get, a, we get a front row seat to see this stuff happening. So our newsletter is us sharing that with you in real time. So go to fullcirclemusic.org. You can sign up for the newsletter on there and we'll send you a free gift for doing that. It's the top 10 tips for successful songwriting. And again, thank you so much for listening. This has been the Full Circle Music Show, and we will see you next week.